Thank you for joining me here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. I am the host with the most better than butter on toast. You can call me Jay the Pounds. How's everybody doing today, huh? How we doing? Where we at? Where's our mind? Are we progressing? How you feeling? It's midday right now, right? Well, if you're listening to this, it's probably about 5 o'clock. That's when I'm releasing this. That's when it's dropping. But right now, I'm recording this for you guys at 1.12 p.m. I've been planning this one for a while. Uh, I finally have some time to sit down and record, so here I am. And what a perfect time then right now, right? But again, thank you for joining me here today. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to press play and lend your ear to what I have to say. All right. Yeah, I really do appreciate it. Um, We're going to go over some. (coughs) We're going to go over a few topics today. You know, I kind of wrote down some things and had got a little prepared for this podcast just because uh, there was things that were weighing heavy on my mind and, you know, events in my life that happened that, um, you know, that I want to share experiences how we overcome those experiences right that's how we grow that's how we get better but the the topic that's been heavy on my mind i kind of labeled it in my head um i would call it good versus evil right and the experience that i had that i mentioned on the last podcast uh, I, I work at a phone store and these two gentlemen came in a father and a son and they were waiting to get helped um, by anybody in the store and uh, i got the luckily lucky opportunity to give them a, give them a hand so I'm already noticing that this the, the kid that uh, is there with the dad, he's kind of agitated already, kind of moving around, kind of just pacing, very un, un unnerving type of type of dude, just very like fidgety and looking off in the distance, kind of mumbling things to himself. And I'm, I'm paying no mind because the dad who's that the dad is the one who's speaking to me, and they want to get a phone and um they want to get a real cheap phone, so they look around and I'm showing them and I'm telling them the deals that we have and the promotions that we have. And the son points out this phone, and I was I was honest with him. I was like, man, if you want to get a free phone today, you might as well just get b- the better of the phones. I, I don't really want to sell you that phone um, just because, you know, I don't think it works well. There's other options, right, this, that, and the other. And he gets upset. He thinks I'm playing him. He's like, nah, bro, I know what you're doing, homie. I already know what you're doing, bro. I want this phone right here. I'm telling you, I want this phone. So he's already aggressive, right? And I'm just like, yeah, bro, like, go, go for it. That's the phone you want. That's the phone you're going to get. You just got to wait. There's a time delay. So, you know, all of our inventory isn't out. So you got to wait about, you know, some time. And he's like, all right, cool. So they go sit down. And then I'm in the back. And I'm kind of just, you know, waiting. From just waiting to get that phone. And I'm talking to my coworker. And I'm like, dude, this dude's kind of a trip. And I guess while I'm in the back, he's like pressing my manager. Saying, hey, it's already been 10 minutes. Blah, 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 blah. It's been, mind you, it's been like three minutes, maybe four minutes. And I'm like, dude, this dude's just tripping, right? And then the phone finally, um, I finally get the phone. And I'm standing with him and his dad. And I'm looking at him finally. And we have like a tabletop to where it's like like chest level. Not, maybe not chest level, but like, you know, right underneath your thoracic cage, right? Right in that area. So I'm looking at him. And I'm just trying to like make small talk with him. Like, how's your day going, man? And he is not having it. He's like, hmm, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it right now, bro. You're just asking me these questions. They don't mean nothing. And I'm just like, dude, what is going on? You know, I'm I'm trying to give the best customer service because I'm just confused and not irritated, but just trying to figure out what's, what, what's this dude's problem. You know, is it with me? Did I say something? But this dude obviously has a problem prior to even walking in the store. So I'm trying to ring him out. And he's just talking shit. He's like, this motherfucker over here just trying to puff out his chest. Fucking pussy. I see you, bro. And he's pacing like 
maybe like six, maybe like six feet in front of me, right? He kind of st- takes a couple steps back from the table um, that we're standing at, and he starts pacing, and he starts saying it under his breath, but just enough for where I can hear him and my manager can hear him. Not like the whole store can't hear him. And I'm like, and he comes back to the table, and he's like, bro, I hit you with the one-two punch, or like, I hit you with the three-four cross. Like, he says some shit that doesn't even make no sense, bro. Um, and I'm like, at that point, I'm upset. Like, bro, you're threatening me. You're telling me these crazy things, but I'm just trying to get this dude's phone. Then his dad chimes in. He's like, hijo, you know, like in Spanish, like, calmate, por favor. And he's like, ah, like, don't, don't pay no mind to him. You know what I mean? Like, he's not okay. As he, as he was wa- walked away, right? His dad said it kind of under his breath. He's like, he's not okay in the head, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get it now, right? So whatever. I'm kind of rattled, you know, I'm, you know, trying to take a deep breath. You know what I mean? Just because talking direct shit to me looking at me you know he's a, he's like 26 27 you know what i mean there's a grown like you know there's a grown man not a grown ass man but he's he's a man so you know i'm trying to check him out and my system just keeps crashing and crashing and crashing like and i can't do anything to save to save this transaction like it's just taking forever he's upset i'm flustered the dad is just just doesn't know what to do either so finally we get him rung out and I'm ab- or he's about to pay. The father's about to pay, right? Mind you. And he's like, nah, bro, I don't even want to pay for this no more. How much did you say this was? That much? $100 or whatever it may be, right? He's like, nah, man. Nah, I know what you're trying to do to me. You're trying to game me up. You're trying to game me up. And I'm like, dude, you picked this phone. I didn't even want to sell you this phone. You picked this phone. We're already at the point of, you know, of purchase. We're about to pay for this right now. It's been about a 45-minute process for you to get this phone. Just get this phone. This is the one you want. He's like, nah, I want this phone. I look at him. I don't even have that phone, man. Right? And I'm starting to kind of, you know, starting to get a little bit more on edge. And he finally, he calms down, takes like two deep breaths. And he's still like like giving me the stink eye, looking at me like he wants to punch me in the face. And um, I'm just, we finally ring out the transaction. I hand the dad the bag. And like during that whole time too, like I'm, I'm summing the story up pretty quick. But the father was on the phone talking to family, it sounded like, talking about God and thank God, like he's okay. And I'm just trying to get him squared away, get him a phone. So this dad is like very helpful, trying to help his son, right? Trying to help his son. He understands that his son isn't well. I don't know what happened, the backstory, but he knows his son's not well. So he's trying to kind of mitigate things between us, right? The whole time or, you know, kind of calm his son down. Imagine being that father, you know, can't even take uh, his son to a phone store without his son popping off and acting a fool, you know. Um, but he told me multiple times, like, I'm sorry, he's not right in the head. Um, I just kind of summed up the story a little bit. But um, I was just thinking about that father, man, like for the rest of the day, because I didn't know how I handled that situation. Um, situation's not done, though, right? So I hand him the bag. And I feel for the dad. I'm just trying to get them wrung out, right? So my, my state of mind is kind of more of sympathetic for the father. Fuck the fool in front of me. Like, bro, you can catch these hands. What's up? Right? I'm ready. What's up? You know, just in my head, kind of just on edge. He was standing, like, next to me at one point in the transaction. Like, he stood by his dad. And then he just stood there looking at me. And I was like, bro, I was just, I was over it. I don't want to lose my job, right? kind of need my job at this point. Um, everybody kind of needs a job. Everybody needs to do something to make them kind of, dollars right so i'm not gonna fight this guy right i hand the dad the bag boom and then i put my arm on his fault on the the dad and i'm like in spanish god bless you have a great day 
and the son just turns around as my hand is li- lifting off his dad's back and he turns around with like the fury of like just three fucking smurfs like just so upset right he's so fucking pissed hey don't fucking touch my dad don't fucking touch my dad don't put your hands on my dad and i was like whoa dude and his dad kind of got in between um but he kind of sidestepped his dad and he's like don't touch my dad and i'm like and at that point i'm like dude what what's your issue like i'm pretty upset i don't even know what the fuck i said and he puts the back of his hand on my chest boom just kind of you know a little little fucking pop nothing crazy but he did that, and like every nerve in my body, I take a step back, I put my little tablet down that I'm working with, I'm ready to fucking throw a punch at this fool, just to like, just to counterpunch this son of a bitch, because I know he wants to swing at me, right? So as I put my tablet down, like I look at him, and I'm like, okay, you want to you wanna put your hands on me? And I put my shit down, and I look him directly in the fucking eye. And I'm like, I'm not chasing him, I'm not doing anything, I'm not even saying anything, I'm just staring into his fucking soul. And when he put the back of his hand on my chest, I knew I had him. I knew I had him. I would have fucking rocked his shit. And that's just the truth. In my head, right? He could have fucking, I don't know. For all I know, he could have fucking knocked me out. But, like, I was so furious. And I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. He just was kind of talking shit. Motherfucker, meet me outside, pussy, blah, blah, blah. You know, as his father started to get in between him a little more, he started to rile up a little bit. But when he when um I put the tablet down, he kind of took a step back. And he saw how angry I was. Like, he saw it, the, the fucking flip switch. I'm not trying to boast. I don't, I'm not, like, happy that this happened. But he saw that shit. He took some steps back. You know what I mean? So he saw the fucking fury that Jay the Bowser laid down in fucking Pound Town. You know what I mean? Sass, 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 sass. Don't my way. So, uh, yeah, he ended up leaving. And um, I ended up actually, I actually walked to the back before he even left. Um, I kind of just got my bearings and I held it all together and I just walked to the back and I was like, what the fuck? And in the back, I, that's when I fucking like, whew, I was shaking. I was so pissed. One of my coworkers was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like what happened? You know? And I'm just like, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. And then uh, I go on to explain to everybody else what happened and what he was saying during the whole transaction, this, that, and the other. And I take a little 15, take my time to kind of catch my breath. And then right back on the sales floor. Because that's how we do it, baby. We hustlers. Um, sorry. I don't know why I did said that in the way I did. But, yeah. So, this whole story, right? And mind you, my storytelling skills are going to get better as the podcast goes on this year. The story. This guy kind of whacked out of his mind, mumbling under his breath, saying weird shit. Not looking me directly in the eye. Can't stand still. I don't know if he was A, on drugs, B, mentally ill, or three, all of the above, right? Father, I don't know if he was A, scared, B, worried, or C, scared, right? The dad was just shook at the way he was acting. It was crazy. Um, but there's a couple of events that led up to this interaction. The day before I actually had a conversation with Castro vintage 916 here out of Sacramento and another, uh, another good, uh, acquaintance I would say, right. Shout out Brims VS. Um, and the conversations that I had with both of those men were wholesome conversations were conversations that I took something from. They let me know who they were in our interactions, right? 
and uh, real stand-up men doing their thing, grinding, you know, for their families, for themselves, doing what they can. And during one of those conversations, we started to talk about, you know, God in whatever facet, whatever way you look at God or how you perceive God. We were talking about God and we were talking about um, just being a human to your root and the battle of good and evil. Right? Literally good and evil that happens every single day that's disguised. You know, it might be what you say, what you think, what you do, right? You can think these things, but by not doing them, like, you know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like, what does that make you now? But what if you do do them? Well, then if you do do them, then you cross that line. Then you're evil, you know? Can you be saved? I don't know, right? Those are the conversations that we were having. Wholesome conversations, conversations about family and taking care of, of uh, a bunch of kids, essentially. Fucking Brady Bunch over there. Fucking Castro's fucking popping them out left and right. Jesus Christ, guy, give me what you're taking. Um, but very wholesome conversations. And at the end of the day, we were talking about good and evil, what you're instilling in our children, what we're instilling in our own brains and our minds. So that was heavy on my mind that whole day. Fast forward to the next day, this kid putting his fucking hand on me, right? During the whole transaction, just being weird, trying to get me to get a, get a rise out of me. During that whole time, I was taking deep breaths. I didn't remember the conversations that I had, but I kept taking deep breaths. Looking at the dad, looking at who, where I was at, thinking about what would happen if I, if I did have to fight this guy. All these things going on in my head. Thinking, pausing before I act. Is this evil testing me? Because I have a, I have a couple of vices, right? I'm not going to go into all of them, but anger is one. Not a vice, but a very bad trait to have, I guess. Impulsive, angry, Mr. Angry Impulsive Man, right? Call me Mr. Angry Impulsive Man. I used to be, and I'm st trying to work on myself, right, every single day. And in this interaction, I think I did well. I was reserved. Didn't make any forward movements. I wasn't an aggressor in the situation. The old me, god damn, you put your hand on my chest as a man, as a fucking, as a, as whatever, what age I was, as a boy, as a teenager, as a young man, as a man, whatever you want to call me. I was, I would, bro, I would be the first to fight. I'd flip a fucking switch. Right? But now, I'm looking at these interactions, I'm dissecting them like a fucking. Like a samurai, like a chef, cutting through fish, making you those motherfucking Philadelphia rolls. Fried, baby. Good and evil. It's in like it's in our everyday lives. It's what we look at. It's what we say. It's what we don't do. It's what we do. We're battling it every single day. Whatever lesson that is being replayed in your life over and over and over, it's usually like a negative thing in your life. Good and evil. If you're on the path of good and like righteousness and like I sound so fucking fucking righteousness for me too many fucking psychedelics for you those fucking caps, dog, that you're fucking 
that your cousin Trino had, fool. He gave him all the caps and the stamps, fool. He never came back, fool, talking about compassion, this pussy. <clears throat> nah, but for real. With time comes, you know, a little bit of wisdom. I haven't been on this earth for a long time, but I'm learning from my mistakes. I think we all can. Good and evil. What are you battling? What are your daily battles? Is it the fucking negative self-talk every day that when you're looking in the mirror? Oh, you fucking fat motherfucker. Look at you. You got them titties bigger than goddamn walrus's tusk, bitch. And that's you talking to yourself in the mirror. Jesus Christ. It's not me. That was too easy, right? That wouldn't be me. Or is it the evil thoughts you think about your neighbor because they don't clean up their shit? You know what I mean? Like, their house is all fucking dirty and shit, and they don't do nothing. Fucking trash all over the floor, dog. Not me, though, because that's too easy. You know? Is that evil? Is it? I don't know. And so it's crazy. It's 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 just fucking... I think it's... I think it is. In those small moments, we have decisions to say these fucked up things about our neighbors or not. By creating these little negative acts, right? And I'm gonna call them negative acts. They might sound they might sound a little overboard. I might be might be a little overkill with the negative applied to it, but you start to do these things every single day. And then they start to build a cloud around you. And then you're kind of like a just fucking hate spewing fuck, you know, and you don't even realize it. Just talking shit with no regard to people who don't fucking deserve it, about people who don't deserve it, people you don't know. People you know, people you love, the shit you say to people, right? People you love and the dinner table that share your household, all this shit. How you speak to people. These little things add up. You might not think it's all bad, but from the outside looking in, right? You got to control those evil actions. Evil thoughts may occur, right? And in those evil thoughts, in those thoughts where... You know, you don't know what to do. You can just react impulsively or you can look at it for what it is. And you're like, nah, I'm a bigger man than that. I'm a bigger woman than that. I'm a better person than that, right? You can do that. We can do that fucking nine times out of ten, I think. Ten times out of ten. It's just about being aware a little bit. <sighs> when I was younger, uh, I talk about it too fucking much to a point where it's almost an exhausted topic where i'm going to be moving on from talking about my traumas right just because if we keep bringing it up like fuck you know like it must bother you a little bit and i'm at the point where like i'm getting over talking about these things and i think i've addressed them enough to let go and move forward and to be fucking happy in the present and where i'm standing right now so we're going to give you a little bit more insights on who i was if this is the first podcast you've ever listened to i wasn't a very good person right in my head it was probably around 2012 to like 2015, 16, before I moved out here to Sacramento. I was running amok. I was drinking. I was doing drugs. I was smoking the ciggies, the ciggies. Give me, let me smoke a cigar. You know, let me get a menthol. Let me get a camel crush. You know, let me get it. You know, let me do it. Fucking drinking, drugs, stealing, fucking just lying to people, just fucking doing the being the being the worst and doing it all you know stealing like what the fuck what the fuck you know what kind of person steals right so just saying those things it shows you where i was at in my life 
you know, mentally, spiritually. But I knew I was at these kind of a crossroads. You know, sometimes we would have these crazy conversations, me and Jordan, and we'd just be talking and, you know, we'd have these like revelations and we'd fucking have these breakdowns of like, man, we're tired of this shit. We're tired of where we're at. We're tired of not doing nothing. We're tired of just the same old shit every single day, getting high and high and high. You know what I mean? Getting tired of it. I felt like there was no escape. Um, but during some of these times, right, where, you know, these revelations happened and, you know, we were trying to do a little better for ourselves. I'd go with them to church and it was a Christian church that we'd go to. And there were some things that I really wasn't used to. Um, cause well, I'm Catholic and if you've ever been to a Catholic church or a Christian church, you can tell the differences, go check them out. So I didn't know, but what I did know is when they talk about the word of the Lord, and when the pastor would give his uh, sermon, a lot of it were talks of good and evil, you know, stories that were in the Bible. And I think that a lot of those stories were exactly that battles of good and evil. But there's nothing more powerful than being at church and kind of asking for this forgiveness of your sins. You know, and then with that, you taking steps to be a better person wholesomely, not because, oh, now I'm forgiven because the man upstairs said so. No, now there's steps that you got to do and take. At the time, I didn't take those steps. I wasn't trying to get better. I wasn't trying to be a better human being. I was, but I was stuck. Um, But those moments, you know, when you're asking and you're fucking praying and, you know, they're singing, everybody's singing and shit, and they're, everybody's just rejoicing with Jesus. and um, Those moments are powerful. And some of those moments, I fucking broke down and cried. I'm a little, I'm a little punk, first of all. Like, I cry quite a bit. I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, that's why I do a podcast. I get into these weird feelings, man. Fucking put your feelings away, Julio. Put them in a fucking jar, bro. Like, get them away from me. Um, but these moments were, like, really, really impactful during those times. And to this day, I think about those times. And there was this, I don't know if I've talked about this story before, but shout out Mama K. She was, like, a second mom to me and Miss, uh, Mr. McClure and everybody there at the household. They took me in like it was no, nobody's business. And when I say take me in, like I wasn't living there or anything. But anytime I was there, they treated me like family. You know, and um, I always felt safe there. At one time, me and Jordan were running around. And I think we had like turned up the night before. And we were going to smoke in the morning to get right, you know, just to feel good. Have a little coffee. Just talk. Get our day started. Right? Kind of like a coffee shop, but in my car because we couldn't smoke weed in coffee shops. And we didn't really have money for coffee anyway. We didn't really have any place to go to except for Starbucks, you know, the neighboring town. Anyway, so I'm waiting for Jordan because he's just barely getting up. And his mom's there. She answers the door. Mama K. Shout out, Mama K. Love you. And she looks at me and she just says, you look tired, mijo. Like, Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay, Mama K. You know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. You know, kind of just blowing her off, kind of shrugging it off. Like, yeah, of course I'm doing good. And she's like, Miko, can I pray over you? And I'm like, hmm. So she knows I've always been a little, I always push back on religion a little bit. And it's pretty funny because she's always having these deep conversations with me. Um, during those times, you know, I was around her a lot. And she would, you know, kind of give me insight. And we talk about, you know, life and 
just things that went on in life. And she started to pray over me. And she just said, one of the, I think, I don't remember the exact prayer. But I know she was like saying, like, take away Julio's sadness. He's a good person. Give him the strength to overcome and, you know, these tough times and so on and so forth. And at that point, you know, I was really in the thick of it, battling good and evil. Like, I was in the thick of it. I had people praying over me, you know. And I'm sure he, she prayed over Jordan, too, plenty of times. I know she did. Um, she's in my prayers to this day. Um, shout out Mama K. But being in the thick of it, man, at that time, like, you don't get, you don't have a chance to really look up and get out of that mindset. It's just kind of what it is during those times. And, I'm not, you know, people have harder times than me. Like, of, like, of course. Like, I'd be fucking retarded to think that I have the worst problems in the world. No, I don't. I don't. Right. We can always compare, but fucking why? We all go through our own shit. And I understand that as a man. Like, like. My shit is just the shit that I went through, and the shit that I'm relaying is just shit maybe that can help you, right? Or, like, spark an interest. Like, damn, good and evil. This is kind of deep, fool. You're over here talking about that crazy shit, fool. You're talking about good and evil, dog. Like, on a real human level, dog. Like, shit's been around forever, dog. Since, like, the beginning of time, good and evil. The fuck, you know, just people in general, bro. Like, when you think about conquering and raping and pillaging, right? That's all good and evil. The, the thing the spoils that come from it and then is that is that spoil is that tainted is that good is that, that 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 wealth that you get is that tainted right right it's crazy just all these fucking spiderweb thoughts that i'm having right now but good and evil it's, it's from the beginning of time i'm still talking about it we're still going to talk about it um and i think that's tied into spirituality too somehow i think that's another conversation to have at a different time but yeah now man now I'm being challenged every day. You know, I think we're still getting challenged every day with good and evil. It's just now I'm on a path uh, or the trajectory that I'm on right now is a lot better than I was before. I'm going somewhere back at back back in the dizzy. I didn't know where I was going. I was stagnant. I was just thinking that that's all there was. Right. That's it. It was fucking fucking life of angst. You know, fuck that. Yeah. If you guys are dealing with constant battles of good and evil, I would say just pause, pause, man, pause, stop, reflect, think about where you're at, write shit down. What do you want? Where are you going? You know, that way you can dissect any, any useless time and make that more productive. You know, the times that I used to fucking plot about getting more money to buy fucking coca, you know, I could have been spent doing my podcast like right now fucking it's like midday wednesday you know the 14th bro this is prime time right now like i'm trying to figure out how to get the bag you know what i mean me and the homies we might be smoking weed still but you know we're trying to figure out where that's what we're doing in our head really we're smoking but we're like hey how are we gonna get this cash so we can you know whoop do whoop do this that, and the other and now what i'm doing something that i like to do something that i love to do recording a fucking podcast i'm talking into a microphone like a psychotic fuck dude this is way funner than the other shit. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, good and evil. Fuck. Hey, you hear about that homie Grifo? Yeah, that fool did some time, eh? That fool wasn't the same when he came out, though. That's what my auntie said. Well, your tia say, fool, what'd she say about Grifo, eh? Well, she said that 
I don't know. Something happened to him that he just changed. Well, all right. What do you mean changed? I don't know. She just said he seems a little more skittish. A little bit more, you know, into like R&B and shit. Oh, R&B is cool, eh? You know, like we like oldies and shit. Firme, you know what I mean? Nah, bro, but like R&B with the homies, you know what I mean? She said she was playing it or like around like like her new mans and then her ex-baby daddy and like just, you know, trying to get him on the mood and shit. You know what I mean? To dance and stuff. It was just a little weird, but whatever. You know what I mean? You know, time changes you, bro. Yeah, well, anyway, where's that fool at, eh? We're gonna go do this fucking, we're gonna go hit this lick, bro. We gotta put in this work. He's the driver, bro. He's gonna come through right now. He should be like 10 minutes out, eh? Hey, what's up, homies? Yeah, what's up, bro? It's Grifo. It's me. Haha, I'm back. Haha, like I never fucking left, fools. Get into my clean ass Ramfla. Hey, what's up, Grifo? What's up, fool? Hey, what's up, fool? What's up, Grifo? What's up, homie? Big homie Grifo. Saludos, saludos, Grifo. What's up? Damn, fool, how many is there of you? God damn it. I only got enough gas for the mission, eh? Fuck. Get in the car. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. We're rolling. Hey, Grifo, so what was it like in the Pinta, eh? It was cool, bro. You know, nothing nothing major. You know, fucking, that's how you do it. You know, you just fucking got to do your time and fucking, you just got to fucking do your time, man. Eh? You know, you got to make some homies. You got to fucking, you know how it is. You got to be down for the get down. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know, fuck, you know what I'm fucking saying, bro? Aha. Right now, we're going to fucking go for fucking mission, though. We're going to fuck these fools up, eh? You already know what it is, bro. I did time and now I'm ready to go again. Yes, fool. Hell yeah, bro. Put on that shit, fool. Throw that shit on, bro. We gotta get all fucking ready for this shit. You know what I'm saying, bro? Hell yeah. Yeah, fool. We about to ride on these fools. You know what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck, eh? Fuck yeah, homies. Hey, fool. What is this fool playing, eh? Is this fool trying to... What the fuck, eh? I don't know, bro. Hey, Grifo. Hey, turn this shit off, bro. This shit's soft, bro. I'm trying to hear some shit to, to fucking, you know, I'm trying to hear some hard shit, bro. What's up, bro? I need to be hard right now, bro. What's up? Hey, homie. <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to do, eh? I'm already a step ahead of you, dog. <laughs> uh, fucking change the music, bro. Shit ain't funny, eh? Haha. <laughs> you guys are locked in for the grief of madness. Haha. <laughs> you already know, bro. You hard yet, vato? Hey, fool, get the fuck out of here, fool. Let's get the fuck out of here. This fool fucking change, fool. God damn it, fool. Those fucking pussies will never know. <laughs> yeah, bro, Grifo fucking changed, eh? I don't know, dog. We were trying to hit a mission with him the other night, bro. And he put on fucking Usher My Way, the fucking 25th edition anniversary or some shit like that eh? he was trying to like say i was trying to get him hard or yeah i don't know bro so we just went back to the crib and we smoked hella pcp fool got fucking whacked out bro i fucking lit up eh? fucking crazy but that fool grief boy watch that boy fucking watch your nalgas fool. oh shit damn the homie grief will fucking change huh that fool fucking i don't know eh fucking i don't know i've heard shit you know in the pen, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. 
the homie Grifo fucking switched up, started switching teams, you know. But whatever, it's cool. Whatever he's into, whatever he's into. Um, but to wrap up the show, thank you guys for being here at the 32 minute and six second mark. Um, couple songs that I've been into lately, some music that I've been into lately. It's gonna be Little Dirk. His latest album has been pretty off the hook. Um, and there was a, I think it was just a single by g Easy. It was called Tulips and Roses. That shit was fire. Sorry, I got this fucking weird-ass heartburn from fucking the coffee I drank. No, but the reason why is that Lil Durk, that, that, this new album, it's kind of like revamping who he is. Like, I was listening to Lil Durk from, from fucking 2000, what, fucking 12, 13 to now. And just to see the change in him as a person and as an artist, the music still being the same and true to like that Chicago drill shit, like that sound, but also having like the new wave of his maturity and like his progression in life of who he is now, you can it comes through in that song all of all my life featuring J Cole, you can kind of really get a picture of who he is and who he's trying to be, right? Pretty good, pretty good. Check it out. And then G Easy, the song Tulips and Roses. I think it's a very it's a very com- it's a good comeback song for him because he's been kind of on a hiatus for a little bit while. He has created some music, but he's been a little bit more exper- experimental with some of the sounds uh, as of late. He's another artist that I've been listening to since about 2011, 2010. Um, and to see his progression through the years to that song right there reminded me of like the shit he was making in New Orleans. That hungry ass sound like that non like I know what I got. I know what I am. I know where I'm at. You know, if that makes any sense. Like the Confidence is back with that song. Check that one out as well. And, you know, before we go, I'm going to dive into a couple couple minutes of uh, of addiction, right? People are addicted to everything nowadays. Fucking crackers, eating staples, fucking flossing your teeth, fucking jacking off, fucking tickling your prostate. You know what I mean? Nah, what the fuck? That's weird, bro. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Uh, probably the whole Grifo thing. I'm still fucking still tripping off that shit. But people get addicted to the whole bunch of shit. Um, but the one I want, the one addiction I want to talk about is social media. And maybe we can call it an addiction. We'll call it. We'll use the word relationship. The the relationship that I think the majority of people in the United States have with their technology is unhealthy. And speaking from someone with experience, um, who has a phone who is on his phone quite a bit, I think it's very unhealthy for my mind and just for my mind. <laughs> I think everybody's mind needs a break, right? But we're constantly looking at these phones, you know, social media, purchasing things. Everything that we're doing on our phones are like little, um, they're little gifts to ourselves, like mentally. It's like pleasure that that's for us, right? Like, oh, I'm not doing nothing right now. I'm bored. Let me just look at Instagram and scroll. Oh, I'm bored right now. Let me just look at Amazon and buy something. Oh, look what I bought. Oh, look at who liked my picture. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. Like, and it might not be these voices out loud, but that's what's happening in our brains, right? And we're addicted to our phones now. Imagine having to go back to a flip phone, just calls and texts. Everybody listening is like, yeah, I could do it full. Yeah, I'm fucking down. Full. I'm OG, bro. I'm fucking down. Yeah, sure. How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to look at this? How are you going to look at that? How are you going to check your fucking ring doorbell? This, that, and the other, right? Everything is linked to this phone now. So what the fuck? How are we going to do it? I don't know. I've uh, been giving Instagram a break a little bit. I'm going to start again. I had a very solid week where I was just looking at it in the mornings and in the evenings. 
I think I'm going to start doing that again just to kind of promote um, the hats that I sell and the podcast, you know, strictly business, you know, to kind of give me that time to do other things. Because sometimes I find myself on my phone for fucking 30 minutes to an hour doing what? God knows, like just fucking scrolling, just looking at random shit, spider webs of shit. All of Twitter has a link. Oh, let me look at this. Oh, this fucking football article. Oh, I'm looking at this reselling shit. Hats. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I can actually be doing something a little bit more productive for my mental health, right? Like reading a book, meditating, going for a walk, putting time into my podcast again, refining my craft. You know what I mean? Like, writing. What the fuck? Instead, I'm wasting my time over here on this fucking phone that got control over me, this $1,200 device that I spent my fucking money on that I don't have insurance on. What's more important? This motherfucking phone that I bought, you know, that's going to keep me connected everywhere or my mental health. This little fucking phone right here that makes calls and texts people to keep in contact with. That's what it should be for. What's it for, though? Mm. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying. Be careful. Addictions are everywhere. And sometimes they take away life out of a relationship. Whether it's with your significant other, whether it's with your parents, your brother or sister. If you're looking down at your phone and there's a conversation to be had or going on, you're missing it. And if you're looking at, if someone's looking directly at you and you're looking at your phone, right, and checking some shit or whatever the fuck, oh, something came up on my phone, you're literally telling the person that's talking to you that you are not important. And let me tell you, my time is important. So is yours, so don't waste it. Anyway, thank you for joining me here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. Thank you for lending me this almost 40 minutes of your time. If you guys haven't yet, go back and listen to the podcast. And, you know, um, this summer is going to be a real progression, right, of where we were. And you're just going to see the level up happen and sit the crazy before you guys' eyes. I feel great. I'm excited to be back recording. I have a lot of collabs, a lot of people that I want to work with and listen to and just get out to the world, right, and just so we can have a great combo. Um, but it starts with a great combo. It, it starts with people that I'm very interested in and everybody that I've talked to from Devin or yeah, Devin, um, Teo, fucking Castro, um, everybody. I, don't, I have, uh, I have a list of people that I want to sit down with and I just, I know I'm going to have great conversations and they're great people and I'm excited. So be patient. It's coming. I'm coming. Okay. I'm sorry. My bad. Have a great rest of your day. Spread the peace and the love. Look forward to next week where it's going to be me and my compa sitting down. And we're going to be giving you guys some more tips on how to progress in your everyday life. You know, and then just just stories from the crypt. Tales from the crypt, homie. Check it out. Spread the peace and the love. We're out.